Welcome to AEC Leadership Today, the podcast designed exclusively for engineering, architecture, and construction industry leaders who want to stay relevant and effective. The show takes on the most pressing issues facing the AEC industry and was created to help you and your firm grow and prosper in the 21st century. The host of AEC Leadership Today is Pete Atherton, a professional engineer and former AEC principal and owner turned AEC coach and consultant. And now, take a break from your never-ending to-do list and welcome Peter Atherton. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to the 20th and nearly final episode of the first ever AEC Industry Podstorm. 21 straight days of podcast episodes designed to position you and your team for greater success in 2021 and beyond. In this next to last episode of the series, I want to talk about and bring together two elements I've mentioned in the Podstorm related to achieving our highest level of both individual and organizational success by leveraging what I call our STAGE, an acronym for our skills, talents, assets, gifts, and experiences. Back in Podstorm episode eight, I talked about the very critical need right now for leaders and leadership teams to connect with their people to know where they are and how they are doing with so much concern, fear, and anxiety all around us. And with this in mind, I mentioned the need to connect at the bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of human needs and then working our way up. Well, at the top of Maslow's hierarchy, above our basic physical and safety needs, our belonging, love, and esteem needs, our cognitive, aesthetic, and self-actualization needs is our need for transcendence, a state that has us motivated by values and visions beyond our personal self and our self-interest. Leveraging our skills, talents, assets, gifts, and experiences in support of serving others is going to be our highest level of individual success and contentment as we look back over our lives and our careers. In our last Podstorm episode, number 19, I spoke about the highest level of economic value being that of transformation. Above the value of commodities, goods, services, and experiences alone, not only will designing transformation internally help drive greater employee engagement, but it can be designed externally in terms of our project work and our corporate social impact initiatives to help drive greater client and community engagement. Okay, let's break this down with the prime focus of this episode being what we can do organizationally to leverage our stage. Again, our skills, talents, assets, gifts, and experiences. But before I get into that, I want to make a few points here about our individual desire for impact. Number one, by our nature, most of us in this industry are driven to make an impact. In addition to having an impact through our projects, Many of us want to also make a meaningful individual contribution. It's in our DNA, and it's a major element of this new era. Number two, like we talked about in Podstorm episode nine, many of us Gen Xers and baby boomers are entering into our make a difference and leave a legacy work seasons, where we want to leverage our stage in new ways to help solve new problems and invest in next generation success. That said, Although many of us Xers and boomers may be getting to this point, our millennial and Gen Z industry partners have already been there. Making a difference and wanting to leave a legacy, personally and professionally, has been baked in the cake from the start. 
And in this sense, there is real generational convergence in terms of making a real impact. And the organizations who best enable personal and professional impact will be best positioned to attract, engage, and retain more and more of our best talent across generations. So let's get into some of the details of what can be done organizationally for greater impact, the kind that best leverages our stage and positions us to stand out within the workplace, marketplace, and recruiting space. Let's start with defining corporate social impact. Corporate social impact is generally thought of as organizations taking action to do good and make a difference. But more specifically, it's an organization being aware of and managing its business operations to have a positive impact environmentally, socially, and in terms of good governance. Let me say that again. Corporate social impact is about an organization being aware of and managing its business operations to have a positive impact environmentally, socially, and in terms of good governance. And the data is clear across industries that doing good is good for business. And we don't need to look much beyond our own personal buying habits to know. As most of us have greater loyalty and affinity towards and are even willing to pay up for products and services connected to a positive and impactful cause, looking to do what's right and make a difference. So what does corporate social impact look like in practice? Based on a recent study of Fortune 500 companies by Deloitte, organizations typically fall into one of four social impact archetypes. The first, shareholder maximizers. Organizations focus primarily on generating shareholder returns. The second archetype, corporate contributors. Organizations performing some type of corporate impact, but doing so in a more limited or siloed or inconsistent manner. The third archetype, impact integrators. Organizations who have integrated impact into their overall business strategy across all business units and settings. And the fourth archetype, social innovators. Organizations where it's hard or nearly impossible to separate the mission from the business, with Patagonia, Tom Shoes, and Bomba Socks being commonly known businesses practicing social innovation. For most organizations today, including those in our industry, the opportunity to immediately begin to inspire others and differentiate in the workplace and marketplace lies with being more strategic and purposeful as a corporate contributor or moving towards being an impact integrator. Let me say that again. For most organizations today, including those in our industry, the opportunity to immediately begin to inspire others and differentiate in the workplace and marketplace lies with being more strategic and purposeful as a corporate contributor or moving towards being an impact integrator. As leaders and leadership teams, and as we move into 2021 and beyond, what archetype do we think we are? And which one do we wanna be known for both internally and externally? A shareholder maximizer, a corporate contributor, an impact integrator, or social innovator? For those of us looking to advance our corporate social impact initiatives, it must be understood that every organization and team has a different starting point and solution path. And your solution, specifically how you look to leverage your stage, has to be right for your context and situation. 
and for your specific mission, vision, goals, and objectives. The areas you can have impact on are limitless. Outside or alongside our projects, we can look to help address major needs such as food insecurity, job training, homelessness, affordable housing, STEM education, greater equity, diversity, and inclusion, or other specific areas of interest and passion of our people, clients, and communities. And we can do so directly and or in partnership with others. The key is to know our specific internal and external goals and objectives and develop a strategic plan and action steps to achieve them. To close out this episode, I wanna link you to several resources and several inspiring industry examples from different perspectives. I will put links in the show notes to a blog that walks us through strategic corporate impact design and links to that Deloitte study I mentioned. A blog that speaks in more detail to applicable aspects of Maslow's hierarchy of human needs and an approach to help you establish a blueprint and action steps for your ideal corporate impact strategy that I have created. And I will also link you to three podcast discussions I had with three great guests, all involved with meaningful corporate social impact. One by circumstance with David Bowman on how he and his colleagues and firm responded in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina and set a new standard in disaster relief engineering. One by conviction with Avery Bang on how she has grown and developed the organization Bridges to Prosperity to save and improve lives by connecting isolated communities around the world to essential healthcare, education, and commerce. And one by design with Kit Miyamoto on how he transformed his firm into a very successful, growing, and impactful mission-based business. All right, that's all for today. I dive into how we can leverage our stage, our skills, talents, assets, gifts, and experiences for greater success personally, professionally, and organizationally, all while enjoying greater engagement, delivering greater impact, and standing out as part of a well-designed and executed corporate impact strategy. Even though we are getting ready to wrap up the series, please continue to let us know what you think about the Podstorm, as it may help inform some of our next steps. I look forward to connecting with you in our next and final episode of this first of its kind Podstorm series. And in the meantime, please take care and stay safe. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of AEC Leadership Today. If you want to stay relevant and effective and take your growth and prosperity to new levels, it's time to take action. To learn more about how Pete can help take you and your firm to the next level, visit www.actionsprove.com. That's www.actionsprove.com. See you next time on the AEC Leadership Today podcast.